Hey, welcome to A God and His Word podcast with Itoha. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at A God and His Word and do well by hanging around, guys. Cheers. If you're new here, welcome, newbie. And if you're not, what's up, oldie? Now let's get to the depth of the matter today. Hey, hey, hey. Hey everybody, I'm so glad to be back here with you once again. I know you enjoyed that track. It's titled War Cry by Queen Ninja. Just like I always do, I listen to it in moments where, you know, it's just this battle, cry, you know, kind of song. Alright guys, uh, we know that the last episode came with a twist as a result of the happenings in Nigeria due to the hashtag NSAS protest. That was carried out peaceful protest started as a peaceful protest and turned out to be something and we give god all the glory because we know that god is still working over nigeria even if it looks like things have gone silent we know god is at work so guys today i have with me two guests for the first time in the history of our god and his word podcast i'm having two people join us today they are my very good friends believers and filled with the spirit of god growing in grace and you know just loving up and living out this christian life that we are called to today we're discussing the role of believers in civil protest if at all believers are expected to protest we're discussing what it entails and i know that many people are out there my listeners are not just restricted to nigeria only so the world is going through a convulsion there's protests going on here and there and as christians we are called to do things differently so what should be the role of you and i as believers in a time of protest in a time of defense on in our nations not just in the nation but you know in little spheres and areas we find ourselves trying to fight for justice and ensure that the will of god is carried out i have with me here ogene runo adia and oyekachi wisdom Iwunwa. ogene runo is a lover of god a teacher and one passionate about seeing people shine their light and become what God has ordained them to be. Hey, Bruno, it's so nice to have you here today. So, I'm, I'm glad to be here. You're welcome. And we also have here Wisdom, like I already mentioned. Wisdom is a Jesus freak, spoken word artist, a gospel rapper, the life of the party and everything nice. Hi, Wisdom. So happy to have you here too. Hi, Itoha. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Guys, it's such a huge pleasure to have you both here, and you're welcome, very, very much welcome once again. So, guys, um, let me throw this question, first of all, to Wisdom. Okay, before I even do that, let's just talk about the whole system in Nigeria and what we know that's currently going on. It's quite sad, first of all, to know that um, a movement that started with so much rays of light inside and suddenly it seems the light went dim and people are like okay is there still hope for nigeria what would happen we are sure that this wouldn't have started if it was not going to bring out something fruitful so it doesn't matter if things are silenced silenced or nothing is moving on as we expected it to we know god is in charge we always have to put our hope in christ so i'm gonna throw this first question to wisdom like i mentioned earlier we're talking about the role of believers in civil protest it could be that um already we know that in most nations of the world today there is so much uprising a lot of things are going on so i believe my listeners are not just being based in nigeria only but in other nations of the world so now we're discussing what should be your role as a child of god in a civil protest if at all you should even be participating in such a thing so for wisdom i'd like to ask this first question to you should you, do you think believers should even protest hmm. 
Um, I believe believers should protest peacefully. Mm. Okay. Peaceful protest. Why do you think so? Why do you have the idea or why do you have the opinion that believers should even participate in protests, whether peaceful or violent? Okay. Um, first of all, the because of a lot of injustice happening in the world right now, and as an individual, as a Christian, as a believer, if you keep quiet, it's going to send off messages like you agree with oppression. Now, scriptures mm. do agree with oppression. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. It, yeah. is, it, it is just wrong to be silent in the face of oppression, whether you're the one being oppressed or people around you. Even if it doesn't affect you, you just have to speak up in ways that mm. um, are in the scriptures. And to me, that is protest. Mm. So you're coming from the perspective of you're not settling for oppression, standing up for what is right. And I, there's something else I picked on what you just said, peacefully, peacefully. Okay, I think I like that. What about you, Reno? What do you think? Should we protest as believers? Okay, well, yes. Again, okay. I will go with wisdom and add the peaceful protest. But um, I feel that before we even talk about protest, we should understand what it means now mm. to protest means to object to something to voice out the disagreement to something so protesting is something we do every day in the face of different situations something is happening mm. around you and you don't like it you say it so when it now comes to civil matters it should not be different but here's the catch the word protest by itself is not it does not connote something bad but that's why you you hear something like a violent protest it means that's a type of protest a peaceful protest that is a type of protest so now as believers we need to know the type <laughs> to sure. yes so Believers should be a part of peaceful protests, but yes, we should protest. Mm. Thank you. So, from what Bruno had just said, she made it very decisively clear that peaceful, not violent. We're not saying, okay, you can protest, it's fine to do that. But when you, you are able to distinguish between the cause you're fighting for, first of all, and what manner of approach, because you're not supposed to be where violence is found as a child of God. So Bruno is saying here that, yes, participate, but ensure that it's a peaceful one. It's one that is in alignment with what God expects of us as his children. Okay, I really like that. And if I should ask myself, I would say um, protest. I, I don't know. For me, I, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a personal conviction thing. What do work, what works for you? For me, I naturally am not the kind of person that you will find in... Um, a place where people have to, you know, it's go to fight for right. I'm, I'm just, you know, during when there is a war, a war is going on, you have those who are going to battle and those who are at home giving the hype. And you know, you usually have the women at home trying to, are waiting for those who, who stepped out who are going to come back and then nurse them. So I'm, I'm among those ones that decide to stay somewhere hidden and you know, say, go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the kind of person I am. And then, because for me, I don't, I don't have that. I don't know if I'm going to say strength or whatever. It is just a part of me not being the kind of person that would want to step out there, even though I will fully agree to the cause of whatever it's going on. So I also agree with you guys that peaceful protest 
we should be a part of it. But for me, I feel like it's a conviction thing. Don't go out there because oh, this person is a believer too, and you're going. So I'm also stepping out. Are you are you are you agreeing to this because you want to? Because I feel like people are doing some people do things because they want to fit with the norm and don't look like they are left out. So are you convinced that this is something that you want to participate in because you want to fight for the just cause? So you're going there because people are going and you want to be like, yes, I'm also a mom. So that's just for me, personal conviction. But as long as it's peaceful, that's awesome. So now if we're all saying that believers should protest, I'd like to know what should be our attitudes in time of protest? Because first of all, we know that battles, the Bible says that um, our battles is not against, against um flesh and blood and so let's just use that as the government being flesh and blood now if at all believers should participate in protests civil protests as long as it's peaceful what should be our attitudes in times like this knowing that we're not fighting our um, opponent but we're fighting the spirit and the demons that work in these people who would like to go first <laughs> okay yeah. Well, your um, introduction already says it that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. I would just like to say at this point that it's good to know that I'm speaking to believers or we are speaking to believers, right? So it means that we understand that to everything happening, there is a spiritual side, right? Which mm-hmm. is, we need to always be mindful of that. So when it comes to government now god is very particular about the government in every nation because when he created the earth the heavens and the earth he said man should come and have dominion and by dominion it means come and take authority come and govern the earth so he knows that um human leadership will need to come in place but uh, i believe it is desire that his kingdom be established here on earth meaning Mm -hmm. We are we create an atmosphere where God can be seen, where the glory of God can rule. So when we begin to see otherwise as believers, our we are being alerted because it's not something that God wants when things are not going the way of God. So our our battle is not against people. It has never been against people as individuals because every man is controlled by something it's either you are led by the spirit of god or not is that distinct so and you the fruit of who you are led by is shown by your actions so if you are led by the spirit of god in your governing in your actions we see it and if you are not led by the spirit of god we also see through the things you do so as believers, our attitude needs to always be spiritual in the sense that you have to understand that when you are looking at a person, you are not just looking at this person. You are trying to address whatever it is that is sponsoring the action of that person. So when you are protesting, you need to understand, that, okay, this is a spiritual fight first before you now come and start attacking and it does not take away the fact that human senses are at work it doesn't but then it's first if a spiritual fight or it is an intellect intellectual fight or even a civil fight yes mm. that's that's so good that's really true so you're speaking from 
okay saying that i believe i should approach it from the spiritual perspective the spiritual knowing that the battle first started from the spirit before you cannot see it's a mental or physical thing and I, i totally agree with that so reason what do you think the believer's attitude should be in times of protest okay um you stated um ephesians 6 about 11 to 15 or about earlier that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness in high places. High places in this context, in Lagos context, in Nigeria's context, being probably the government or people that control the government. And like Runo rightfully said, we should address it prayerfully. That is the only place we are allowed to be violent. Prayerfully, spiritual violence being rugged being that even wrestling the word wrestle means to be violent means to fight and when you're fighting you're not calm you're struggling to get victory mm. you understand mm-hmm. so as christians we should, we should address these things prayerfully first from the spiritual standpoint knowing very well that the spiritual controls the physical mm. if we are able to address these things properly in the spiritual if 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 not just as an individual but as a church like the universal church the nigerian church the global church, if we're able to address certain things um, in agreement in the spiritual then protesting or um physical um display of disagreement is really not going to be an issue and now for the attitude to display when we are physically displaying when we are protesting and all that we should always maintain calm even if it is going to be very hard and like you said earlier you are not the type of person that would want to go out to protest and all that there are certain people that know themselves that are more if i should step out if i should step out tempers may rise mm-hmm. do you understand so it's best for people to stay back so now it also depends on your maturity as an individual and as a christian mm-hmm. If you know you're not internally strong enough to handle certain things that might come and you might just trip off, I think it's best to stay off. But if you know you can handle everything and if you're convinced beyond reasonable that, doubt that okay, you're up for the task and you would not lose your cool, you would not do what would not sit well with God and the Holy Spirit, then you can go all out, just maintain peace and addressing it prayerfully first and what else? I think that's about mm. it. Here's a question. Someone said, because I was, I was, there was an argument going on somewhere, and people were like, "Oh, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray." And somebody said, "We've been praying for several years. What has changed? This is not the time to pray. This is the time to fight." Do you guys agree that there is a time to pray? There is a time to step out to fight. So, are you saying if you agree to that, are you saying that in the moment where you're supposed to come out to protest, you don't even need to pray at all because you finished praying and the prayers you've prayed is more like keeping your prayers in the prayer bank? And so now it's time to step out to fight. And so, I mean, I mean, fight. I don't mean violence. I mean peaceful and protest, just as we did in Nigeria last week. So, what I'm saying in essence, someone said, "Yes, we've been saying let's pray, let's pray for Nigeria. We've been praying for Nigeria for several years, and nothing has happened." Let us keep prayer aside. It is time to come out in mass and do what we're supposed to do. Do you agree with such statement that there is time to pray and it's time to fight? Okay. Personally, I understand where the person is coming from, but I don't totally agree because I believe we can pray every time, anytime. 
Do you understand? We can be protesting and be praying at the same time. We don't necessarily have to be shouting to pray. I don't know if you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You can just be mumbling. You can just be um, meditating, saying things in your head, and you're praying. Your heavenly Father, which is in heaven, as a discerner of thoughts and intent of the heart, hears all these things. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So we can be praying and be protesting. The person that um, made that statement, I think I saw something like that on Twitter as well. I understand the frustration, but I don't. I don't quite agree with it. I just think you can pray and protest at the same time. You don't have to drop prayer. Like there is no wrong time to pray. Mm. That is it, basically. There is no wrong time to pray. Like Scripture says, we should um, pray without season. Pray without season. We should pray without stopping. So there's no wrong time to pray. Mm. Rina, what do you think about that? Okay. Yes, I also um, saw similar arguments about prayer now like you have rightly said wisdom the fact that you are protesting or you disagree with something does not stop your prayers because i believe that prayers help to condition an environment and atmosphere and prayers give direction so the fact that you are praying does not mean have to keep quiet in the face of this injustice. So, what I would say is this pray, but prayer does not say, okay, shut up, unless the Spirit of God needs you to keep quiet, speaking on certain things. Because I, I don't know, I believe that when we pray, the Holy Spirit guides us, the Holy Spirit gives us instructions on how to go about it. So, you take those instructions that you got from of prayer go on or you have played your part in praying about a situation but many times why i feel people have question marks about praying in the face of things like this is that we just pray and we want to just talk to god and offload everything to god tell god everything without going back with anything from god so if we as christians we begin to practice a better prayer communication in that I'm going to go to talk to him and to be careful with him so that when you hear you have something to run with. I believe we'll see more solutions. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Picked a lot of things from that. And I would like to add that in regards to the argument regarding prayer time and time to pray, and then there is also time to protest. I would use this scenario that happened recently in Nigeria. And for me, what I saw was I believe so much that in as much as people stepping out to protest was awesome, it was a great move, prayers did a lot for us. Things could have escalated into a very worse state than it did if prayers were not ongoing at that time. So I believe, yes, if you want to go out there, good. And if you want to be acting, you're, and you're going to be praying right there, because actually people did prayer works. We know that, right? Yes. Even while protesting. So that's awesome. I would just want to ask which is also in relation to our agreement that this battle is more physical than it's spiritual so now we know that protest involves all sorts of emotions like wisdom rightly said because truthfully I, I saw people christians too that started out rightly and within days they started using cuss words because anger flared up and all of these kinds and i believe you don't even have much control about the people that are not supposed to say some certain kind of things and you know, we are called to righteousness as believers now 
stirring up feelings of hatred and negative vibes because started shifting focus from who we are fighting against to the people we are currently saying. Now, how should a believer keep themselves in check in the heat of a protest? You're starting out right, knowing that yes, I'm going to do this for the right cause. We're praying. We're also coming out there. We want to see a change in the government. What should be the attitude? How should you keep yourself in check? Should you be especially with people insulting the government and saying those sorts of things? And there's something that I learned from General Basia of my church is respecting our leaders. Because the Bible says we should pray for all in authority. He's not saying when they are wrong, we shouldn't um, speak against it, but speak in the manner of respect. Because God does not permit you in the heat of probably somebody offends you. God not permit you to start raising out crosswords or saying all sorts of things to attack the person. You are still expected to be righteous. So what do you guys think a believer should do to keep themselves in check? Now you're angry, you're out there. People are, okay, for example, I'm out there in the protest and I heard someone ex- sharing their experience with what happened to someone they know or themselves. And naturally, I'll be upset. I'll be so pained and I'll be really hurt for this person. How could they do this to this person? Because now Nigeria's situation had to do with police brutality. I'm out there in the, during the protest and someone is telling me, this is just an example, someone is telling me how your brother or maybe probably themselves got into this police case and how they were dealt with innocently now naturally as a human being i'll be upset i'll be pissed and i would want to react with anger or all sorts of things so how can i keep myself in check and restrain from shifting from the place of righteousness and doing the right thing so now going to the side of sinning against god because obviously it's going to be a sin now it's more like trying to fight the death with the devil and we know that a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand if i'm fighting this battle i know i'm coming to fight in the armor of god which is of righteousness and holiness so because i'm upset and someone had said something or i saw something in my my own eyes and it's really unfair obviously i'm not permitted to now start speaking and saying all sorts of things or saying oh they are mad this people are stupid those, those kinds of words that shouldn't even be found in my mouth what do you guys think a person should do to keep themselves in check? Like wisdom says something, and I think that that was something that I could have actually see in what I'm saying here. How much do you know yourself? If you know you're going to get upset and all of these kinds of things, and you lose your cool, then you probably shouldn't be there. So what do you guys think a person should do to keep themselves in check when they are out there in the heat of a protest? I would like to start with wisdom. Okay. Um, first of all, everybody should... Um, or I think everyone should know his or her family to know if they are going to be able to withstand the heat outside there because trust me, a lot of injustice have happened. That's first of all. Secondly, the only way I, I think, I think the only way is through the help of the Holy Spirit, through the help of the Holy Spirit and self-control. You know, the Holy Spirit helps us to and kill flesh as we die daily from the flesh and some of these things the only way to keep yourself out there because it is a crazy world out there and sometimes anger will just come up you could just be depressed suddenly just like me i did not step out for the protest but i happened to pass some of these areas where they were protesting i kept on seeing videos and videos and videos i was just getting angry i was getting sad i was getting depressed all at the same time and a whole lot of feelings i can't even remember so for me to be able to keep myself personally i know that when i see things like that i cannot find injustice 
personally, I cannot stand injustice. I cannot stand things like this. So it's best for me to just stay back. Someone like me. But there are people out there that believe that okay, yes, to protest, I would not lose my cool. But then when you get there, the devil now hits you with a surprise. You mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. And the only way to have surprises is with the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit is our teacher, our, 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 is our, like our GPA, directing us on how to do things, where to go, and, and, and what have you. I, I can't see any other way, trust me. I can't see any other way but the Holy Spirit to, 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 to know how to behave in times like that. Mm-hmm. Because the Holy Spirit will actually tell you, yo, don't go out mm. because this is what will happen. You will lose your power. The Holy Spirit will tell you, you you can go out, but just listen to this. The Holy Spirit works with us differently. So that is the only way that that's the only way for individuals to be able to keep themselves when they are faced with situations like this. Mm. That is how I feel. You answered that. I totally agree with what you just said. You answered it rightly because it got me thinking. So that's that 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 would be summarized that to the holy spirit and um, um restraining all down you because as believers we if you if you're a child of god truly you have the holy spirit and yeah we know that let's not even let's even keep protest aside even in our daily lives somebody steps on you naturally you want to react but he's the one telling you you don't have to giving you that restraining strength to stay back so you're saying now that to keep yourself in check you should be sensitive to the holy spirit's leading he knows when to tell you, okay, step out. He knows when to tell you, okay, this is what you should do. He knows when to tell you, okay, walk out. Don't just respond or just talk to me. He'll even comfort you and say, don't worry, it's going to be fine. He'll even give you a scripture in line to what you just heard or the injustice you just heard. Just, you know, get you out of that space. And I really agree with that. Bruno, do you agree with what Mr. Mas said? Or would you like to ask some people? Uh, it's, in fact, I got to the point and I was telling you that ah, it's hard. It's really hard because the the situations were situations that like would would make you so pissed they were real they were that real so yes it's the holy spirit that would help you so it's not a matter of if you stepped out or not it's a matter of did you hear about the things that happened mm. yes so, um, you now have to start taming your tongue but just to achieve this thing that that's why the, the scriptures are very complex. The, the scripture tells us about how to tame our tongues, how to mind the words we speak. So, already, if that is a work in you, now you have a situation to test how that work has been done in you. How well can you tame your tongue? Because, in as much as the Spirit of God helps you, brings those things to your understanding. The, you have to now take action to say, okay, I'm going to control my tongue, how I speak in the faith of the things happen. So, yes, the Holy Spirit 100%, to be honest, the emotions were real. Depression, mm-hmm. deep anger <laughs> was real, and to be honest, I just told the Holy Spirit that it's hard, it's going to be hard, because from every side, we could see how painful the things that happened were, but we need the Holy Spirit, to be honest. We need the Holy Spirit to help us. 
Hmm. We're all agreeing that the Holy Spirit is the main G because you know one Reno just said now reminded me. She said, she said it's not even about you being out there. Even if you and you just didn't step out to protest, because I too I'm not even gonna pretend I had emotions running through me. The moment where I was so close to just carrying my Bible and swearing for the president, but the Holy Spirit now, ha, you can't do that now, Abba. Now I want to say something regarding those who lost their lives on the 20th of October. We know that. There will always be, um, I'm not going to say scapegoat, but there have to be sacrifices for you to get something new. In, in, in life generally, life generally, we always see that everywhere that there's a price to pay. And I was speaking to a friend some days ago, it just occurred to me that what if those who lost their lives on that day, they were born for a time as this? Like it had been ordained that the time will come in Nigeria when this was supposed to happen. And these people were sent on earth for the purpose because I feel like there was a driving force and a spirit in the hearts of those that were out there. So the youths were just so resilient and determined that even if it takes their last drop of blood, they will do it. So do you agree that it's possible that these people were actually, that God actually sent them, okay, go to the earth. In 2020, coming back, I just need you to be there, be among those who are going to be at the forefront of all of this thing and push forth the drive. I feel like it's like a purpose thing for these people that they're supposed to do this and now the opportunity came. It's time to just like the moment Jesus waited for to go to the cross. So that was like the cross and then they stepped out there to that place and they lost their life. It was very, very sad. I feel like behind it all, what if this is what they are doing? They were born for a time after. I think that that makes any sense logically. What do you think? <laughs> okay, <I'm> just... <laughs> it's a crazy thought, I know. Okay, um, I don't. I, I would not say I, I, I totally agree. No, I believe in purpose hundred percent. But I believe that, in as much as some people who lost their lives sadly in that um, massacre, some were not <laughs> supposed to be there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, sure. It's just the it's just the sad part of it, and yeah, okay, uh, blood has to go or blood has gone. this, but uh, I I don't were exactly born for a time for sorry for a time as this to die like that, you know. There were some people there who were not meant to be there. So I would not exactly say their purpose was to die like that. Exactly, no. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the part of their purpose could be to be a voice for this time, but not exactly to die like that. That's mm-hmm. Okay. Wisdom, what do you think about that? The wisdom of the world is foolishness to God like we all know it's, it is very possible it is very possible that and like Bruno said some of them maybe they just felt like okay I just have to be there because of, they just wanted to jump on the bandwagon mm. do you understand mm. and they just wanted to feel among they wanted to be patriotic and it was maybe not their time or something it was not their calling to die there they were just them how they put this thing now they're just casual do you understand mm-hmm. but then maybe some other people 
maybe one person, maybe just one person was destined for this to maybe die, just like Jesus died on the cross and start taking away the sins of the world. And maybe, just maybe, is I don't know. I really don't know. I'm indifferent about it, honestly. I'm indifferent about it. But I think, I, I know it is possible. I know it is I know it is possible, but really, I'm indifferent about the whole thing. Okay. Um, I just want to say to everyone that's listening to us right now that those who have died, most of them never knew that was going to be their last. In as much as they were ready to, they said, oh, I'm going to do this. If I die, I die. I expected the way things turned out that day on 20th of October, I had to turn out the same way. I just want to say that life is very fragile. Just when you thought you escaped COVID and then protests took over and then you thought it was supposed to be peaceful, things changed and that was it. So I also want to shift this in that we should live our life. I'm not saying that those who lost their lives or they've all gone to hell or something. I'm just saying like in a general view, let's really live knowing that eternity is just a moment away. You never can tell when the, the transition will be made for you. So we should live our lives in a way that, you know, shows that we are totally committed to have and spend our eternity. These guys that lost their lives, they are youths like you and I. And I just imagine, did they really get to know God? Because at the end of the day, you're not going to get to heaven and they ask you, okay, who do you know? Because you came out of prison and that was it. So now straight to heaven. Did it just God? No. How about that? So did you know Jesus? So I'm speaking from a general point of view that we should ensure that because really nobody knows when we don't actually we don't even know we don't even know if this episode even get the finished recording before jesus comes or before anything happens to anyone we don't pray for that but i'm just saying that let's live our life very much consciously we don't own this life we need to make ourselves our lives can be ordered for by god any moment and when we're called up to him where do we stand so i'm saying that we should live consciously because really nobody knows and there is something else I want to chip in before we continue with um, obviously it's related to it. On the 20th of October, let's just say the event following 20th of October and you know days later, I saw fear, a lot of things went down and something stuck my mind. Somebody says something, I'll just say the Holy Spirit Jesus minister to me, said, look at the fear. The, all this kind of feeling people are going through because of this situation in Nigeria. Now imagine how the great tribulation will be. We saw the heat of last week. How people were just, you know, there was fear. Would there be a war? The people were sad. People were breaking into people's um, um storehouses and you know doing all sorts of. It was crazy. It was not a moment that I even expected. It was just, it was such a tough time for us in Nigeria. I just want to say that if you know you don't have, if you, if you, if you actually witness what happened in Nigeria last week, and you, 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 you remember how a mentally drained and heavy emotion that ran through your mind, then I believe you're not ready for the Great Tribulation. The Great Tribulation is the event that is going to happen for seven weeks after the rapture. So if you know you don't even have that energy and the strength to go through this time to live your life like someone that doesn't want to even witness that at all because it's going to be crazy when that thing struck my mind i was just thinking like oh no i don't even want to be a part of those that will be left behind when jesus comes because what we saw was just it's not even the tip of the iceberg it's not even anything compared to how terrible it would be to face the wrath of god himself at least this one we we're calling on god because it was not god that was doing it to us we can still pray to god and say god help us 
this one god is the one in charge of what is going on in the world at that particular time there is no help from anywhere it's going to be terrible so if you know that you don't want to be a part of the great tribulation and you just want to escape that most dreaded time of mankind's history then i think we should really get up and look at what is most important whatever you find yourself making a scene or whatever that you see from god is not even worth it at the end of it nothing is worth your eternal destination and if you cannot stand it please if you saw what happened last week in nigeria and you saw how draining it was how sad it made you feel all the emotions that run through your mind the fear and everything then i believe you're not someone that wants to witness the great tribulation and we should get up and you know turn back to our first love that is jesus so now let's just proceed i want to ask these so wisdom and you know you know already the protest has i won't say ended because god is still up to something but after that time what steps did you get yourself involved with to um be part of the protest like what did you do personally maybe you could because i believe that my i have some listeners that are not even based in nigeria and some countries are also going to protest at this time so what steps did you take that somebody else could even imbibe in terms of protest that they could say okay I, I like what this person said and I feel like it's something I could do. What did you do personally? For me, like I said, I was going through anxiety, I was hyperventilating, I couldn't take it and my only way was going on my knees to pray. I and mean, every time I went on my knees to pray, I had that peace and I had that strength to, you know, continue to support in prayer and just wait on God. For you guys, did you go out? If not, what did you do like to be a part of it? Because I believe you and I, every single one of us, we are fully involved. That's why here today. What did you do personally to, you know, be involved in the protest? I'm going to start with Nini Marimo. Bruno. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For the protest, I prayed. Yes, I prayed about the whole situation. I prayed about the movement, and uh, it was something that I actually embraced because it was just nice seeing uh, youth coming out to speak up and mentioning specific things in the nation that were not so right so i prayed about the movement and um, one of the days I, I i went out to one of the protest venues actually not actually with the mind of going for a protest but i went out because it was something i supported so when i had the opportunity i, I went out there and i saw different things that <laughs> i saw different things i saw a mixed crowd but and even as i went out that day the holy spirit just kept telling me why i needed to come out to see things for myself to see mm. even if we're protesting for a just cause we have lots of work to do from our own end so yeah i stepped out and then yes i posted about it on twitter on instagram on uh, whatsapp it was it, it was a defining moment for me because when i sat down to reflect on things happening it just reminded me that there is a time called now for my generation and mm. i just have i might just have one small role to play but it might be very strate- strategic and relevant so it put that that consciousness of purpose in me that god where do i come in with this so it was it was very very awesome for me personally because the burden of purpose came upon me as a result of that. Not like it wasn't there before, but this time it was directed towards my nation. Like, God, what can I do in these times? What can I do to effect this change that I'm clamoring for? So, yeah. 
that is mm, okay thank you so much for your part in you know now it's better purpose and you never can tell god could just lead you to something that you could do to you know change the norm and yeah i'm so glad to hear that so for you wisdom what was it like for you first of all like i said earlier i was protesting online almost all through not almost all through all just protesting online so naturally i'm not very big on twitter but then that's where the whole protest was happening online that's that's social media and platform that had the, that had everything happening on it so before the protest i think i had like 20 something tweets and while the protest was going on till now i think i have like 500 plus tweets so i was very i was very i was very 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 busy on twitter always retweeting always retweeting changed my dp changed my username and um, even on the night of uh, the lucky massacre when um, dj switch was streaming in life I, I i followed that instagram i had to i had to tag a lot of um NGOs, I had to tag UNICEF, UN. I did what I could do. I know these things are very insignificant, but then, like um, Bruno said, we might have a very tiny role to play. You understand? To make things get better. So I just did that. And during that period, um, you know, movement stopped now. Movement stopped. And in my um, environment, I happened to be playing ball almost every morning. You understand because that's the only way to maintain our sanity because if you stay on the internet 24 7 you can lose it you can lose it so we were okay. we were on the field and i had to talk with certain people that had very weird mindsets about the whole thing people that were saying this whole thing is fake the youth should just shut up and all that you understand so i had to like start talking to people like no you don't say things like that we had discussions talked about these things and that was it for me but the very day i went out and i saw the protest here in Nikorodo, i said i could not be a part of it though i could not be a part of that one because she just kept telling me this thing would soon change like something would change very soon something would change very soon and i had to like leave the place very quickly i even took a video from this and i posted it on twitter and just said this is what is happening at this point and all that so that's just what i did about it Thank you. Thank you guys for playing your role. I mean, Mizo mentioned the days, which I remember. I also saw that um, live video that the night of the 20th, and I tagged the United Nations and other international bodies, and I was just uh, on Instagram. Then I remember Nathaniel Bassi called for the Alleluia Challenge, which is still ongoing. I joined them. It was a corporate prayer and worship online, rather. So, yeah, there are different ways to the most important things that we, we, we are getting involved, and really. I feel like there are people that were indifferent. Like I do like people even mention so people are like, oh, this thing is fake. People are just overreacting and stuff. Like what do you have to say to people out there, believers, youth, and even adults, even older generations who are like on the note that, oh, it's not my business. I don't care because I'm not directly affected. Like those who act indifferent in times like this. What advice do you guys have to people like that? So and what do you have to say to those kind of people that are like, oh, I don't care since I'm not affected. 
it's fine. We'll probably do this so okay because I'm leaving the country soon. It's not my business. Anything that wants to happen, let it happen. You belong to that nation. So do you, I believe, I, believe, I don't even think you agree that someone should even be indifferent. But what do you have to say to those kind of people who believe that eh, whatever happens, happens, it's not my business? Okay, personally, people that are indifferent about something. I don't know where they are coming from because I don't think I never know the standpoint they are coming from. Because this thing is real. I've been stopped by these guys like on three occasions. God just helped me. Like whenever I see them, it's like I'm seeing the devil. I just say, I just start praying there and then. So I don't know how people, especially young people, can be indifferent about these things and think that um, it doesn't affect them. It affects affects everybody even if it's not affecting an individual directly and you feel like you're traveling you definitely cannot carry your forefathers and your village people everybody out of the country you definitely cannot do that too so it definitely affects you and i believe you're headed towards peace and there is this um um is it greek um saying or latin now it says service passem parabellum if you want peace prepare for war and now uh, the war is not necessarily um, exchange of bullets and all that like the protest we are seeing now this could be a part of the or i believe this is a part of the process so there is no standing on the fence there is no standing or sitting on the fence when it comes to this issue so please uh, my own <clears throat> my, my, my my advice to people out there is you can't be indifferent about it choose a side and choose the right side and even when you choose the right do the right things oh. on the right side because you can be doing the wrong things on the right side. Like these hoodlums are hijacking the protest. And as much as people say, yes, government supports them, this, that, this, that, some of them are actually individuals that just got angry and did certain things. That is the honest truth. But when you're on the right side of the whole thing, please do the right thing, even on the right side. And that's, that's the comment. Choose a side and choose the right side. Sorosuke. <laughs> Hashtag Sorosuke. <laughs> okay, Bruno, what do you think regarding this? What do you have to say to anyone out there who just feel like, okay, what's my business? Okay, well, it's everybody's business. Wisdom has said a whole lot concerning that. But i just like to point out that we all have to understand that it is beyond the protest first it is beyond the protest so um i i listened to i think i listened to a message about this period though that just talked about how or that made me understand that protest is about creating an awareness because if we did not have this protest we'll not even know the the mindset so many people had concerning issues mm-hmm. like this so we now had an opportunity to speak up to enlighten people, then I for one believe that it was not meant to be violent, but of course we had we had a mixed crowd. So it was violent for or some part of it was violent, but then the awareness has gone out. But it's beyond the protest actually. It's about seeing a spade and calling it a spade. If something is bad, you call it bad. And you don't stop at calling it bad you now look for ways to correct that thing that is bad. We need a new nation. And if we don't talk about it, then everything will continue to be they have been. And I'm not sure that is what we want. So, but more importantly, we have to now face up ways, simpler ways to do things differently. 
because we don't want to be the people who will speak about something and when it gets to our turn to be in that position we are doing the same thing we spoke against or even worse so we have work to do in fact this is my message to everybody we have great work to do what to do on yourself and what to do in that small circle of influence that you control because some of us we have questions of insincerity mm-hmm. you've actually rightly hit the nail on the head because it's so easy to see other people's faults and all that for example someone was talking about um bola metinobu how it was among the youths that came out to fight for against injustice regarding a particular government in lagos and then to see him the kind of person that he is now it's surprising so we become the monsters that we were once criticized so really it starts with our attitude like you and i be building ourselves because it's so easy to call those in positions criminals and all sorts of things when you're seeing the money right in front of you we don't you still too so it starts with you building ourselves as individuals and we want to see a new government to some see change where the change starts with every one of us so i like the point Bruno mentioned saying protest is more like an awareness because a million of people and i had no idea about police injustice like especially in the international sector like the world at large they don't even know they can't even relate to something as this and many people in nigeria have never experienced this so coming to hear these stories there are some stories that i've never heard before now when i heard i was like are you for real so the awareness was for was was a win for us just quick see this is what has been going on it's been hiding for a while that's even the spirit of protest and yeah you guys have said so much great words and thought that i'm i'm totally in agreement with so um we have literally come to the end of today's episode and i'm just going to say that it's it's been such an amazing time to have the both of you here and you're so loaded thanks to god and i, I just believe that you are the daniels the esters and the josephs and nigeria needs so you guys should get yourself ready for political positions someday <laughs> Okay, thank you so much for joining me today and uh, I believe that the listeners are too. We're not saying, okay, tomorrow there has to be another protest and all, but in the event to find ourselves here, I believe there's a lot to take out from today's episode that will help us. And, and like I said earlier, I'm not just speaking based on Nigeria only, but the world at large, people are still protesting in some other nations. And as I believe, I pick a couple of things from what you said today and, you know, apply. It's not just enough to listen, learn and also apply because... There's a lot to take out from here as the spirit has equipped us to. So guys, um, is there anything that you want to say? Like, just get off your chairs, probably an advice to people. Something that you just feel like if you have the opportunity to tell people you want to say out there. It doesn't have to be on protest only. It could be generally as, as a Christian or as people, especially in these end times. Is there anything at all you just want to say to those who are listening to us today? I'll start with you, Bruno. Okay, yes, I do. I'll make this very quick. Okay, the Bible says in Proverbs 29, verse 2, that when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. And if you read that verse, you'll see the other side. It means that when the wicked are in authority, it's, it's terrible. So this is for those who mm-hmm. feel that um, believers don't have a place in the government. Please, please, please. Um, God has called us to be the light of the world. 
are not just the light of the church. So if you want to shine your light in the world, there's a place for you in every sphere. There's a place for all believers. So there's a great responsibility upon us that whatever you do, you do it well. The Bible says, serve the man diligence in his business. He will stand before kings and not mean men. So you as a believer, whatever you are doing, whatever it is, it might be entertainment, it might be religion, it might be education, government, but please just know that God needs you there to uphold the standard, to declare his kingdom, to be in authority. And being in authority does not always mean that you as a Christian or you exactly, you must be the one in the presidential seat no it just means that you have so much authority over this earth that you can condition those who are there to walk in favor of the kingdom of god so actually there might be a figurehead but you are ruling so that is the kind of power we have that we need to understand that god needs us god needs us to pray god needs us to go out there god needs us to influence our world and this comes with a great responsibility to do whatever you are doing well to do it well i'm i'm so i'm so strong on this because i see lots of believers do things and it's like we are half baked no please that is not the way be sound standing firmly on god's word and his ways but when you go out there to coordinate businesses you know that you are not coming to play that is something i really like to um, talk about. Thank you very much, Itohan, for this opportunity. Thank you. I thank you so much. I really appreciated the words you just said. So, um, yeah, I like you know, like you said, I totally agree with all that she has said, and um, I thank God for the great to be a light and to you know be out there as God would have expected us to. And just um, let people know the right thing and how to go about protest, living for God, and you know playing our part really in every situation and at every point in time. Because the point of living is to let the light of God shine in us. And also, I just want to say that to anyone who doesn't know what it means to be a believer, I don't, I don't, I don't see what else to live for if someone is not aligned with God. If someone is not, you know in that position of being in a relationship with your creator. It's like being disconnected from your past source and that's a, that's, a, that's a lifeless socket. There's no point having a socket where you don't even have power or what's the point of being there? So I'm just going to say that you should get yourself back in alignment and return to our first love, which is Jesus. You're made for a reason. There's a purpose for your life. And even through this, I believe that there are several believers out there that through this situation that happened in the Nigeria and even still ongoing, although it looks like there is peace right now, there is a calm. Purpose has been birthed. God has an instruction to some people. Okay, this is what I want you to start up because of this. Because burdens usually comes out of situations like this. God will just lay a burden in your heart. Okay. And then when you seek for the trying to know what's, what's this was, God is going to reveal to you and say, okay, this happened. Because some be able to understand and feel the body heart of God regarding a situation. So people have breathed purpose out of this and people are currently working on things that God has led them to because of what happened in Nigeria. So God is very intentional. A lot of people can say, oh, we didn't see this coming. We had COVID and now this. God is very intentional. Nothing happened without his consent. And we thank God because he never loses a battle. 
people have given up and said, oh, it's over already. It's not over until God says it's over. And God wouldn't start what he's not able to finish. It may look like there is a calmness, but when God arises, those who oppose him will always take his seat. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for coming out here today. It's, it's been a pleasure. We've, we've spent such a long time here and I'm so glad that we're able to do this together. And I believe that as time progresses, I would still have you guys join me another time. Probably not together, but I would like to have you both, you know, join me on the podcast to talk about something else as the Spirit of God leads us to. God bless you. And thank you so much, Renu and Wisdom, for joining us today. Do have a beautiful time and stay blessed. Cheers, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking with me today. See you on my next episode. Bye.